If you're a pastor, I don't have to tell you that creating sermons week in and week out can wear on you, especially if you're bivocational. Well, today's guest has some solutions for you. We're going to learn more next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome, folks, to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. I believe, according to Apple, this is episode 348, uh, although we've been doing this for a long time. If you're new to the podcast, uh, we've been, uh, we're a, actually, I guess, technically a tech company. Uh, we've been serving churches exclusively now for over 20 years, and uh, we specialize in streaming video, although we have mobile apps and we have some other products as well. And because uh, really everybody on the team here has been involved in ministry, uh, either still is or has been in the past. Uh, we, on this podcast, we will many times talk not only about tech-related things, but ministry-related things. And so we cover a lot of ground on this and appreciate you uh, spending some time. So uh, Steve Lacey, who's normally here, is not with us today, but I do have a guest and uh, he is a ministry-minded, let me read his bio here so I don't get it wrong. He's a ministry-minded entrepreneur and he has founded Ministry Pass and also seminary, not seminary, seminary. We'll get into that in a moment. His goal is to help pastors and uh, help them create their messages, their sermons, uh, and also help them in leading their churches. Uh, and so uh, really all this started as he was working in ministry for a number of years, got kind of stretched thin, and then uh, he decided to create, and we'll get into this a little bit, created a library of resources to help people. So Justin Trapp is my guest today. Justin, how are you? Hey, I am great, Phil. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure. And so you are the CEO of Ministry Pass. Uh, you're also a pastor and a podcaster, uh, in addition to uh, to doing those other things. I think the, what is the podcast? Is it Hello Church? Is that what it yes, is? Yes, sir. Hello Church. Hello Church is your podcast. Okay. Well, we'll need to hit you up on that. So uh, so let's let's just jump into things. Appreciate you being here with us today. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Ministry Pass. So let's just get to the basics here. What in the world is Ministry Pass? Is that like a free thing? You get a free pass to do ministry? How, how does that work? Yeah, I wish that were the case, right? <laughs> uh, so Ministry Pass is an online resource library for church leaders to use. And, and really, churches from any denomination can leverage the resources that we have. We have sermon series on every book of the Bible. We have over 1,600 or 1,700 sermon series currently in our library. And what a sermon series provides, uh, you know, what our deliverables are, is, is a content framework on the sermon side. So we give the pastor a starting place. We're not giving pastors transcripts or full sermons, just a, a sort of springboard, if you will, a framework. And then they can sort of develop the rest of the message through their own unique voice and, and community context. And then we give them all the media files that they need, whether it be a bumper video or a countdown video for their service or graphics for, you know, on the screens or online. And currently, Bill, we look, we, last time we did the math on it, we have about 75 years worth of sermon series content on our site. So whoa, whoa. it's quite a lot. 
And so, then go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, and then we have other media stuff like water baptism graphics. We try to we try to help pastors with yeah. uh, you, you know not just the sermon stuff, but also you know week to week, day to day stuff that they need to promote and communicate with their their people online. Okay, so uh, so this sounds really interesting, really good. I'll dig a little deeper here in a moment, but let me ask let me ask you. So, how did you get to this? So, I mean, I I know in your bio you 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 pastoring you you kind of got a little worn out or tired. I don't know exactly. Sure. Tell me, tell me specifically, without being too specific, I guess, as to you know what led you to to do this. You were already pastoring. You were in ministry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what motivated you to go this direction? So I've always been sort of entrepreneurial minded, uh, but I've also been ministry minded since I was 11 years old, Phil. I felt like God called me in a ministry when I was 11 years old at a summer camp. And so uh, I've, I've been an old soul as a, even as a kid. And so I was bugging my youth pastor as soon as I got back from him. Hey, I want to intern. I want to do this. And I was homeschooled. So I was able to sort of, you know, come to the church at odd hours and volunteer when, you know, the rest of the kids were in school. So I've always been involved in, in wanting to serve the local church. And I got to my late twenties, early thirties, I was an executive pastor at a church and, you know, I was bivocational. So I was running full on marketing. I mean, my background, you saw a little bit of marketing. So I was doing marketing for some medium to uh, large churches doing some church communications. And that was fine. That was dandy. And then my, my youth pastor, actually, when I was a kid, asked, he was he uh, spearheaded a church revitalization effort here in North Houston. And he said, hey, come help me. And so I went and helped him. And that's I became an executive pastor there, helping him turn that around. Um, and, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I had about a dozen clients on my marketing side. And it was, you know, it was fine. Right. And we decided we want to, let's, let's try and grow this. I had uh, my, my partner here at ministry past and seminary. His name is Wade Bearded. Uh, Wade was helping me back then. And I said, Hey, let's try to grow this. Let's, let's actually build a website. We didn't have a website. It was all word of mouth. So we built a website and we did this big campaign where, Hey, we're launching. And we got, I think we got like 80, 80 something pastors or churches contacted us within the first few weeks. Wow. And I got on the phone with a lot of churches. And what I realized was there's a lot of pastors that needed help, uh, needed a lot of help. They, they were stretched thin, wearing multiple hats, trying to put their best foot forward. And they weren't, they weren't trying to compete with the mega church down the street. Not at all. That wasn't their mindset. They were trying to compete with the expectation that this right. mega church has created when you walk through the, through the doors of a yeah. church you know, from a service standpoint and production standpoint. And so I decided that, um, you know, we want to help these guys, but they couldn't afford a retainer. And so that idea sat Phil for a few years, I would say sort of this idea of like, Hey, let's create something that's more accessible for everybody, mm-hmm. whether you're a Presbyterian church or an Assemblies of God church uh, primarily, though, our focus was we wanted to we wanted to help resource small to medium churches, uh, and so that was our that was our goal. And I'll tell you, it all changed. So it sort of sat on the back burner, and it was this big idea. And we were I was you know doing our thing at the church, doing our thing at the the, the marketing side, and on Good Friday, my wife walks into the room and she said. I think I'm pregnant. 
<laughs> and I said, what do you mean you think you're pregnant? You know, of course, she said, well, I got these pregnancy tests from the dollar stores. I don't know if they're really reliable. And I was like, no. Okay, so we're going to the store right now. We're going to go find the most expensive pregnancy test we can find. And so we took two more pregnancy tests. And of course, she was pregnant. We've been married eight years. We hadn't had any kids yet. And she was able to get her first ultrasound appointment. But it was while I was actually on a missions trip a few weeks later, halfway around the world in the country of Madagascar, the island the size of Texas, believe it or not. Mm. And for a few days, Phil, I had Wi-Fi access. And it just so happened that when I had Wi-Fi access was one of the days that she had her ultrasound appointment. And so I actually was able to FaceTime my wife, a little spotty Wi-Fi, but I was able to do it. And I heard my son's heartbeat Mm. from from Madagascar all the way around the world. And for whatever reason, it was like this urgency was birthed immediately. And I just felt God pressing me over the bumpy roads of of Madagascar, through the jungle, through the rainforest that, hey, this idea that you've sort of pushed off, that you've avoided, now is the time. Now is the time. You're going to be a dad in, you know, eight and a half months or whatever, eight months. And, you know, now's the time to go. And so that was in May. Literally on the plane ride back, I started working like, what can we do? What can we do to do a big event? Uh, who can we partner with? Um, and I just, you know, again, I grew up in church. Phil, I'd say I've been a church brat most of my life. And so I'm very careful to say God told me because I'm, you know, we just met a lot of people that use that a little too flippantly. Right. But I'm telling you, God told me, he said, go ask Mark Batterson to be a part of your launch. Oh, wow. I don't know Mark, Mark Batterson at all. Hmm. So at the Johannesburg airport, I went to markbatterson.com and I filled out the contact form and someone replied a few weeks later and uh, he agreed to be a part of, a, we, we went to DC, we filmed him at Ebenezer's Coffee, their church's coffee shop. And he did a training for pastors on how he prepares his sermons and sermon series. And so we use that for our launch day event. And of course, COVID is all the rage and has been for a few years now, but back then it was eight years ago, Ebola was sort of the big thing. Right. Right. And I, I still have that screenshot when we launched Ministry Pass, where we were trending on Twitter in the U.S. and in Canada. And it was number one thing was hashtag Ministry Pass. And then right below is hashtag Ebola and uh, sort of a, a nice little little screenshot <laughs> for us to remember. But wow. I, I don't know if that's that's sort of the long story of how it all began yeah. in the jungles yes. and then the rainforest of Madagascar. That's yeah. where really God pressed me to go ahead and do this. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's pretty fascinating. That's, that's amazing. Wow. Well, cool. Uh, how many kids you got now? Got three boys. Ah, so a lot has happened. In between. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, good deal. So um, we talked a brief little about your ministry resources. So, I mean, where do you get your resources for people? I mean, uh, when I, first of all, let's back up a little bit. Uh, the website is called what? Tell, give me the website. Just so Ministrypass.com ministrypass.com. So when I go there, I'm going to see just a plethora of, of all these different things that you just mentioned. Where do you get these things? So we have a team, a, a, a creative team and a writing team, and we meet once a month and we look at, at the calendar and say, hey, you know, 90 days from now, churches are going to be in the Christmas season. Now, of course, we have lots of resources. We have lots of sermon series on Christmas. And so we have, we ask ourselves, what, what can we do this year? That's uh, 
you know, right. stands out a little different, maybe. Yeah, stands mm-hmm. out a little bit different, mm-hmm. and but also like, hey, what what is a series that we can do that's that's classic, that's timeless, that because again, we have we have Assemblies of God churches, Presbyterian churches, Baptist churches, we have everybody all over the spectrum, and so yeah. they'll have different uh, style preferences from a visual standpoint. So our team meets, we have a team of writers, and they 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 come together and we produce about eighteen sermon series every month, mm-hmm. uh, eighteen to wow. twenty two. Well, and that was my next question was, okay, so uh, I'm a pastor listening to this, maybe of a smaller church, and maybe I'm Baptist, but then there's another pastor listening to this podcast, and maybe he's, you know, charismatic, assembly of God, uh, something like that. Uh, Maybe another one is Seventh-day Adventist. Uh, When they go to your website, I mean, is there going to be theological struggles they might have? Uh, how, How do you handle that? So we try not to get into the, uh, I'd say, the denominational nuances, so to speak. We do, uh, you know, follow the Apostles' Creed. Um, we we try to get, again, we, I go back to we give them a framework and they can right. sort of insert some of those nuances, those some, some of those uh, perspectives into the content from there through their, you know, their experience or their, their theology, theology mm-hmm. uh, background. Okay. All right. So it, it's, there's, uh, there's flexibility there. You're not, you don't have messages and, and you mentioned this earlier, you don't have transcripts. I, I remember years ago in the nineties, a guy by the name of Rick Warren, have you ever heard of him? Oh yeah. <laughs> that guy. I'm being facetious. Yeah. That guy, I guess he's retiring, right? Is he retiring? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I believe so. Yeah. Um, so I remember, and, and actually you and I have, somewhat of a similar background. I was an executive pastor for a while. I was also a senior pastor and I was not involved in marketing, but I was involved at broadcasting, which had some marketing in it, I guess. But I remember the church I was working with back in the nineties. We, we used a lot of Rick Warren's material Mm -hmm. and he actually would give you the transcripts. He would give you the, the audio, uh, you know, outline and all that stuff. And uh, we didn't necessarily use the transcripts, but we did use the outline sometimes, some of the ideas. So yours is different in the sense that you've gone to the next level. Uh, and also, I was going to bounce this off you too. Now, I know Life Church does something similar, right? Uh, and again, I haven't been at Life Church's website for a while, but they, they also provide resources. But you guys do, what's the difference? You don't mind me putting you on the spot. Yeah. What's the difference yeah. between what Life Church is doing and you're doing? So I'd say some of the deliverables are probably similar. Now, I do know Life Church and, and Andy Stanley and Rick Warren, a lot of the, the bigger organizations, they do offer the transcript. And I just, I just, you know, yeah. I have actually tried to preach and study from a transcript when I was early on as a minister. And I just found, found it sort of counterproductive because by the time I've got to memorize 23 pages, uh, it could also get you in the trouble with plagiarism as we've seen in the news of the past you know, few years. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I think Andy Stanley's license, this is a fun fact. Andy Stanley gives you a license, I believe, to preach a thousand consecutive words from his transcript that's what the license allows just fun fact hmm, interesting anyway, i didn't um, know that wow okay i would say that the difference for us though here, here's what we uh provide pastors we provide the passage that they're going to be preaching from we provide some talking point ideas we provide uh, i would say three to five sermon illustrations so that they can use from and 
and then sort of the rest of it is for them to sort of flesh out through through their right. their voice and so uh, you know they don't have to cite us or you know as a source because we're just giving i mean we're not giving them anything new under the sun right but we are packaging packaging in a way that's sort of themed for a series and and hopefully it's helpful um especially for the bivocational pastors that just don't have a ton of time already and um you know i, I talk to guys all the time that uh you know i, I talked to a, a, a pastor who owns his own it business and he putting his two girls through college and works 10 hour days every day and then on saturday he said my wife my my, my process is my wife makes me a breakfast once a week that's on saturday morning we have coffee together and then I start studying for the sermon and I'll study all day Saturday, sometimes well on the Sunday. And then I get up and I preach and yeah. Monday comes again. And his story is not uncommon, I would say, for a lot of pastors. Uh, absolutely. I, I did some of that myself over the years. So uh, let's talk a little bit about pushback. Do people give you do people give you flack on this? Do you know, do you get any? I mean, I know with some of the Rick Warren stuff, I know a guy that was pastoring in Wichita and I, I guess he got fired over the whole thing. But, and yours is not, again, you've, you've made a good distinction between what you do and what everybody else has done, but do you get pushback on, oh no, the Holy Spirit needs to lead people. Don't, why would you want to do something like that? Oh yeah. I mean, I, it used to bother me to be honest with you, Phil, we, we, you know, we spend money on Facebook ads and Instagram ads and we get comments. Right. I, I wouldn't say all the time, but pretty common and get comments and, and they'll say like, well, what about the Holy spirit? I'm like, well, well what about the Holy spirit? Like <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Right. right. Uh, he, he only speaks to a pastor late on a Saturday evening or Sunday morning, <laughs> like right before he goes up like that. He, and, and it's so funny. Cause it's like, we don't want to put the Holy spirit in a box yet. He's in a box constricted to at the last minute. Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then, or I'll hear the other, you know, my reformed brothers will be like, Hey, just preach the gospel. I'm like, well, we, we kind of are, uh, we just, you know, it's just like little, 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 uh, comments that are meant to like bite or just poke sure. at you. Passive they don't bother aggressive, me anymore. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. They don't, yeah. They don't bother yeah, me anymore. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and, and I think, you know, everybody reaches people differently and, and, you know, every sure. church is different and it, it reaches different people different ways. So, um, uh, the website, let me put my glasses on here. I just can't see anymore. Ministrypass.com is the website. Do you have different packages? I mean, is, you know, like if I'm, if I'm looking for just bumper videos or, or graphics, do I have to buy the whole kit bang and caboodle or, you know, how does that work? So we, right now we have one package. It's a, it's a monthly, um, we'd allow you to make it's really an annual membership that you, we allow you monthly payments okay. or you can save some money and just pay it all up front. We are working on a media only membership. So it doesn't come with any of the series content frameworks. If you're a church communications person or a media person at your church and you love our library and, and, and the, 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 the designs that we have, but you don't need the sermon content, we are going to introduce a media only that's a little bit cheaper. But as it stands right now, hey, anybody can go on the website, sign up for a 14-day free trial and cancel any time before their trial ends. And you can download, honestly, there's no gate on it. Unfortunately, some people do take advantage of that. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, I feel like everyone's pretty fair. And it's a, sure. it's a good trial run to say, yeah. hey, you know, let me see if I can find something that's helpful for us yeah. and yeah. Uh, saves us time. Yeah. So what is the cost, uh, Justin? What, it's what 69 yeah, it's 69 bucks a month. 
Okay. And there's no, there's no gate on that. You can download whatever you need. And mm -hmm. we have the sermon series. The, the one thing, Phil, that's really popular, we introduce it every October, is our sermon calendars. So what we do is we put together a topical sermon calendar for the upcoming year. So series, sermon series through a, a topical lens. We do an expository sermon calendar. So we work through books of the Bible. We have a lectionary calendar that we introduced a few years ago. And then we have Youth and Kids. And that seems to be a really popular uh, product that people really love. It helps them plan. A lot of pastors say, hey, I'll take some of the stuff in your calendars and we'll add our own or I mix and match. Or, or some just say, hey, I don't use ministry pass, but I love when y'all launch the calendars because it gives me ideas of what we can do. Because right. we you know, we're a little bit more equipped from a resource and a personnel standpoint to pull this off. Uh, they get illustrations. There's an, an announcement, an event, media packages. And of course, we have videos, countdown videos and stuff like that. So um, we try to really help pastors. You know, if a pastor is using ministry pass, we believe he's saving anywhere from like four to six hours a week in, in, in not having to produce the media themselves, but also that starting place. Because, you know, I don't know how it was with you, Phil, when you're studying for a sermon. The beginning was always the hardest. Once I got in a group, once right. I got momentum, yeah. it, it became sort of easy, so to speak. It's that that first portion. And so that's what yeah. we try to do is come alongside yeah. pastors and give them the starting place and say, hey, you know, run with it now. So, yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. Ministrypass.com is the website. So, Justin, we got a couple minutes. Uh, I mentioned in your bio here that you also founded a uh, uh, an organization called Sermonary. Uh, tell us a little, little bit about what is Sermonary. Sermonary is a sermon writing app. Uh, you know, after you know, serving pastors for many years, we just began to ask the question. Actually, happened over some Texas barbecue. Good things happen over <laughs> Texas barbecue, right? And we began to ask the question, like, "Hey, pastors are are you know, spending on average ten and a half hours every single week writing their message." And th that's more times than they'll spend eating their meals that week. So pastor will work on a sermon longer than he'll spend eating meals. And we've done it the same way for many, many years where most pastors were using Microsoft Word and we're writing in this north to south linear mm -hmm. format as we're writing, especially if you're manuscripting. And, and so it becomes a little challenging when you're trying to coalesce all of this content for a sermon and, and, copy and pasting and moving around in word is just not ideal. It does 10,000 things that have nothing to do with writing a sermon. And so we created Sermonary to help pastors really in that sermon construction process. So if you're familiar with like a drag and drop web builder, that's kind of how Sermonary is built. It's drag and drop. You have different content blocks. So you have a Bible passage block and you drag that in and then you have your title block or a point block, excuse me, and you drag that in, you can rearrange the blocks really quickly. And then my favorite thing about Sermonary, I think it's probably everyone's favorite thing, if you've used it, it's called Podium Mode, which it locks the editor, and you can access your, your notes and Podium from any mobile device. Nice. And it's just a, it's a beautiful experience. You can put a countdown timer at the top or the clock that overlays on your notes. Yeah, but and if you're a pastor, just, you don't use a countdown timer. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you know so, what? You, you know what it means when a pastor looks at his watch, right? Oh man, it means ten more minutes. 
means absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, I'm he's sorry. Pretending, I, he's pretending to care. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. I got I got you off track there, but that sounds like a lot of great features. I I really like that. I, I like the fact that you can pull it up on your iPad or something uh, from your from the from the platform. That sounds really good. So it's Sermonary. So where do people find the information on this? Yeah, Sermonary.com. Okay, you can go there. And Sermonary right. is actually a real word. So when we were is it so the yeah so it means a collection of sermons oh. and i did not i did not know that i didn't know it was a reward we we went through all these potential names we went through like 300 names for the for the platform <laughs> before we called it sermonary and i'll tell you this is i don't know if i've ever told this story on a podcast before but i you know i was just 300 names i'm like nothing we were talking about podio and sermon builder and all these things and just nothing seemed right and I'm laying in bed at night, and there's a rerun of a Cowboys Green Bay Packers game. And I fall asleep watching this game, and I wake up, and it literally comes to me, Sermonary. Like the first thought in my head when I woke up was Sermonary. And I was like, that's it. Uh, so I go to, of course, I go to Google as fast as I can to look up Sermonary to see if anyone owns it or anything. Right. And it was like a dictionary.com, a collection of sermons. And then I thought, wow, this is perfect. A, a pastor in uh, New York actually owned the, the domain hmm. and he was gracious enough. He, he was kind of, he had tried a few things with it and it wasn't really taken off the way that he thought. So he was gracious enough to sell us the domain and allow us to use it. I think after we bought sermonary.co and I think he got tired of getting support emails, yeah. <laughs> customer questions. So he just said, hey, I'll sell it to you guys. Just leave me alone. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds good. Okay. Well, so we're running out of time here, but uh, Justin Trapp has been our, our guest today on the Church Solutions Podcast. And you can go to sermonary.com and look at, uh, look at that as we were just discussing it. Or you can also go to ministrypass.com. It sounds like you've got some really good stuff here, Justin. It really can help people. We, Our company, we have a heart. For churches, that's all we work with is churches, and so anytime we can can help a pastor in any ever in any avenue, any area, you know, we're always uh, excited about that. And this sounds like a really exciting thing that you've got going. Yeah, well, I'm grateful that you guys had me on, so thank you oh, very much. Yeah, we're we're it's it's our pleasure, uh, folks. You can uh, get a hold of Justin by just going to those places, right? They can just go to ministry.com, ministrypass.com. Uh, and they can reach out to you there, I would assume. Uh, if you uh, if you want to reach out to us, it's support at streamingchurch.tv. And we'll, we'll forward the message on to Justin. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe to the Church Solutions podcast, we would appreciate that. And you could even give us a little rating if you want. Just uh, wherever you get your favorite podcast, just look for Church Solutions podcast. And as usual, if we can help you in any way here, at streamingchurch.tv we it would be our pleasure. So Justin, again, thank you so much for being our guest today. Yeah, thank you very much. Everyone leave five stars for, for the podcast. There Help you go. These guys out. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, maybe we can weasel in on one of your podcasts one of these days. We can <laughs> there it is. Get in there there and do is. that. All right. Sounds good. All right. And most of all, folks, thank you for listening or watching the Church Solutions podcast, whatever you're using. Uh, we do appreciate you. And please uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And we'll catch you again next time on another episode. I'm Phil Thompson on behalf of Steve Lacey. Have yourself a great day. <laughs>